Hello everyone and welcome to Crazy Daimyo's Video Game Emporium Podcast with the Pals. This is episode 31. My name is Lord Daimyo and my two bestest pals. Creation, hello again. The friend of them both, Ziggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome. And this is episode 31. So it's a continuation of our previous series where we're just going to be talking about uh, different types of video games like genres of video games but we've got a new end segment last episode was our last consoles from the cap and we've got a new special one that we will tell everyone about at the end so before we get into any of that creation what have you been playing recently Much of the ordinary, but I have had a few new rounds in Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Oh, no, Battlegrounds. For, uh, sorry, different game. Uh. Same company. But yeah, just that janky Battle Royale game, because uh, a lot of my content has already been plugged. Yep. Trying to keep up with some GTA going. Yeah, um, and I've... in the description down below, you'll see a link to Creation's new, GTA brand new, game. awesome GTA content on his YouTube channel. I will Check say, I... I opened Halo, the Master Chief Collection, but then I just kind of sat there with that one. And then closed it. Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't really feeling it. Halo, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Ziggy, what have (laughs) you been playing recently? Um, I have aspirations to play a bunch of games. uh, Don't we all, yeah. Right, uh, I didn't really get a chance to play any. Um, it feels like it's been so soon since the last episode. Ziggy, Uh, please. mm. The next uh, I have a huge... I have a huge stack of PS4 games to get into, and like mm-hmm. you can only take so much. You know, I started playing Devil May Cry Five. That's, that's what I was. That's what I was getting at. It's been a I long time. Like, I got like five minutes into it and decided I didn't feel like playing anything. Yeah, that's fine. So like, whenever I whenever I finally decide to play a video game, I'm gonna have fun. But it mm. just didn't happen recently. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you go in and out. <laughs> yeah, we might. I think we should. I think we ought to do a an episode on that. You know, soon that that feeling of just putting on something and then just not feeling it like knowing that i mean for me a lot of the times it's anytime i play a brand new game no matter how hype i am or anything i have to force myself to play it and i end up yeah. yeah i end up like loving it but it's like so so easy for me to just immediately stop playing a game like the very beginning yeah like, i'm right there with you with like i've put some time into just cause 4 and i like finished a couple missions but the game's so crazy it's a lot to soak in I'm yeah like, i mean like, even if it, it really get into it. even if it I'm hooks me right at the very beginning it's still like mm, i don't want to I, I think we should save it we should save it because i really think we could do a whole episode just on those sort of demotivational feelings towards yeah. games yeah, yeah that's a, yeah, yeah. It's like uh gaming when it comes to like you know just the psychology of mm-hmm. like, this would be like, you know, oh, I enjoy yeah. this. Okay, so, uh, Ziggy, you said, uh, don't make Cry 5, right? You you started playing a bit of it, yeah, you're going to pick I, it up later. No, I don't blame him. Right. You just got to get through a few more missions, and then you can play Dark. So, yeah, no, I really haven't been playing much. Uh, I know last episode I said I was playing Fantasy Life. I've played a bit more of it, but that game's so story-focused, it's just tough to slog through it's almost just like reading a book unless you like want to not do the story but it like gates you from doing stuff until you progress further in the story and then you have to sit through anime video game dialogue so has that problem yeah yeah so i played a bit of that and i played a bit of um metroid 
Return of Samus, the the remake of Metroid Two. So I know I said I I played that uh, probably a couple weeks ago. So I've just had my my 3DS and I played a bit of Fantasy Life, played a bit of Metroid. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing just too. Just in, in kind of a funk, huh? And Ziggy's got a yeah. whole new library and he's still kind of like. Eh. Yeah. It's almost yeah. it's almost overwhelming, but it's not. Yeah, bad. that's true. It's, yeah. Like I'm really ADD, so like I like to be able to just be like, all right, 15 minutes in, like I'm gonna go play a completely different game, now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm okay I with that. Like I'll, I'll I'll be like, cause what I normally do is I'm like, I'll get everything ready, get like a drink, and have all my stuff ready, mm-hmm. and I'll pick out I'll pick out like four or five games, and I'm like, if I get bored of the one that I picked, I'm gonna pick out one of these other ones. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know watching movies or mm-hmm. something. If you get halfway through a movie, you're like, eh, I'm gonna go watch start watching this other one. Mm. See, I, I, I really, we have to do this episode where we're talking about this stuff, um, because, yeah, we really could get into it. But, it's not going to be this one, so everyone be looking forward to that one, because I think we could talk a lot about it. So, But this episode for today is a continuation of our video game genre. We've done fighting games, anime games, puzzle games, and last week was racing games. And this week, do you guys want to give a guess for the type of video game that uh, we're going to... Platformer. Oh, okay. Creation. Farming Simulator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not a ton of those, but okay, sure. Um, Track Simulator. <laughs> no, Ziggy's Closer. It's action-adventure games. Ooh. So this one's so a pretty, pretty, wide, pretty wide genre. I know there's a lot of action adventure type games but um really what i was thinking about was you know you got your legend of zeldas you got uh your fallouts your skyrims you've got basically any game where it's action focused you're going on an adventure i'd say probably not you know if you're getting too much into like the rpg aspects then right. it'd be like an RPG right. action event, or this, getting too much into the first-person shooter. So let's let's talk about the fact that action adventures are never by themselves. It's always a hybrid with something else. My mm-hmm. favorite is action adventure platformer. He's, I knew Ziggy mm-hmm. was gonna say POP. Give me so give me gonna, an example. He's gonna say POP. Uh, I already know. Prince of Persia. Uh, no, there's a game okay. called Joe and Mac. Joe and Mac, you're a caveman ninja. Another one of these random retros. <laughs> it's well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah retro yeah. games are mostly like the good ones are mostly side scroller action adventure platformers. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I was wrong. I, like I, I could have swore you were gonna go all ham on Prince of Persia. Yeah. See but. now, Ziggy, I appreciate that game that you're talking about and those sort of games, but for that thing, I would almost sort like, of negate the action adventure part and just say it's a platformer, like with some action adventure aspects but I'd, I'd lean more heavily on the the platformer aspect for a game like that like what you're saying uh, here i was with creation thinking you were going to be talking about prince of persia because i think that's more of a action adventure with platforming aspects i know there's a lot of platforming on that game but i think it's equally platforming and equally exploring the landscape going through an overarching adventure story and fighting people so i think that's a, a good even balance of platform and action adventure i think this might be the genre i've played the most actually 
action adventure. Sly yeah, Cooper. like um, yeah, yeah, Far Sly Cry Cooper. Series. Yeah, Far Cry's. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite now is Control. I just picked up Just Cause mm -hmm. Four. The original, Little Earth, the original Shadow of War. Mirror. Yeah, that, that one too. Yeah, there. I mean, there are so many games. I really think this is probably the biggest genre because it's just so. I mean, this is what every game is, and it's so if broad. It's not, it sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, because like, what really, what kind of game doesn't have action, and what game isn't an adventure? I mean, it's like racing games. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I I like I like. Uh, I mean, I mentioned Legend of Zelda. And I know we've talked about it a lot, but uh, I really like those good old-fashioned story-assisted, um, I wouldn't say story-focused, but story-assisted action-adventure games are just so great. I mean... PS2 uh, is covered in them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, heck, even PS4, I was just about to say, uh, God of War... Um, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks on the PS2. Ooh, yeah. Plays Liu Kang. Liu Kang. Or oh, Kong that's a... Yeah, yeah. Horizon that's Zero Dawn. That's another PlayStation 4 one. Um, Last of Us. Um, I, Days you know Gone. An, you know what is an action adventure? And you guys are going to laugh. But, hmm. uh, PsyOps. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's yeah. true. Well, I don't want to talk too much about that. They're not paying us anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Every Turok. I'm a huge oh, yeah, Turok fan. That's a first-person first action first, adventure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. And that's that's got first-person aspects of it, too. Which, I, I think, you know, Fallout, Minecraft, uh, not Minecraft, well, Minecraft. Minecraft <laughs> is totally action <laughs> I was meaning to say Skyrim and Minecraft came out, and I went, no, that's not what I was trying to say. But then I was like, well, I mean, Minecraft is. But, um, yeah, Skyrim, those are first-person, but don't have to be first-person, which... Um, I, I think's really interesting too. Um, even like uh, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah, exa exactly. We came to the same conclusion. I mean, that's got some first person slash horror. I'm, I'm actually, I'm reading off the same teleprompter. Oh, okay. That's what it is. You know, maybe we have the same. <laughs> but um, yeah. So what, what are a couple, since there's just so many, what, let's do either, what are a couple of our favorites or maybe something we like or dislike about action adventure as a genre. So uh, we can okay, do I got, I got either it. or both. Or, Ziggy, you want to start us off? Devil May Cry number one was the first game that made me realize that mm -hmm. some games are too freaking short. Hmm. Yeah. Most action adventure games are too short. Hmm. Good point, actually. That's why there's always a new game plus. <laughs> yeah, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. Okay, uh, see, I, I loved that because you you not only said an action adventure game that you like, but you also gave a complaint about it altogether. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's my biggest complaint. I beat it and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think no. I think what you were saying, creation, the rep the replayability. And the different, like, New Game Plus or different difficulties, I think. That is a big thing. Uh, for me, I mean, I absolutely love Bloodborne. But, and, and that has the same of being short and relying on, like, New Game Plus or whatever. I think something I 
like about I think me saying I don't like story focused RPG games was a was a slam like something I didn't like a criticism so I'm gonna say something I do like and it's uh, the possibility for different or multiple playthroughs where you can play a second time not just new game plus but do like we've said on previous episodes where we do um, like player based challenges because most of the games where I impose restrictions on myself are action adventure games like Bloodborne where I will say hey let me try a magic build let me try a build where I only use this weapon or I only use explosives and I mean I've I've, yeah I found myself doing that with Fallout Skyrim Bloodborne um, tons tons of games where I've done that Um, Dead Space I've done that with let me just only play with this weapon or whatever so uh, Resident Evil 4 let me just do shotgun only you know so creation yeah um, <laughs> I can't follow through with those so you want my like favorites or do you want my correction we're doing both okay well Ziggy set favorite, a precedent of doing both so uh why would you do I'm that, that type of guy yeah that type of guy um my favorite right off the gate and it took a long time for me to get it, and it's kind of old news now, but Control is probably like, mm-hmm. and it's the best Never of both worlds, it. like, um, the dialogue, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's trolling, he's heard of it, he's trolling. I'm not, I'm not trolling, I have not heard of it. It's like, control? it's like yeah. modern psyops, anyways, go ahead, creation. Your friend, never mind, I'm not going to say his name, but he has a friend that was, like, obsessed with the game and recommended it to everyone on, like, the forum, and it's like, how could he not have heard of it? It came out in 2019, but yeah, Control... I think what it does really well is like the dialogue and stuff while you're in acts of action or just like the tone it sets when there is dialogue and pseudo cutscenes with some dialogue choice options. But you're exploring a giant mansion called the Otis House that like changes and shifts rooms and there's a bunch of paranormal stuff going on. Whoa. Mm. I thought, I could have sworn you would have heard of that, Ziggy. What? I uh, slept on like five years of video games pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, if it's come out and. Five six years. Like, yeah. I well, I've really focused on collecting video, uh, my retro games the last mm-hmm. few years. So mm-hmm. I really was focusing on older games that I missed out on. Or game like, was fantastic. Which which I think this is amazing, because it makes us such a great group to have a have a podcast. Because Siggy's a retro guy. Creations Creations eleven rewards. <laughs> Creation is our uh, modern slash non-nintendo guy and yeah and i'm kind of a balance of all of them with focused on like focus nintendo and like speed running and weird stuff so anyways focus 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 focus. so yeah i think that's why we're great uh let's toot our own horns what's something negative creation Uh, uh, just uh, about the action adventure title yeah yeah or you know the genre in general or anything you know that Psyops doesn't have a sequel. Well. <laughs> uh, no, wait, okay. So sequels sequels in the action-adventure are always well accepted, and they always, yeah. it seems to me that they always end up being a little bit too much. I will like, say, maybe yeah. I'm old Good now, Good point. and my brain cells are already dead, but, like, Shadow of War and Just Cause 4 are, like, two action-adventure games that just seem daunting. The map is huge. Mm. Mm-hmm. A huge degree of difficulty, especially in Shadow of War. That is like, I want to like 
fight the AI, actually, like, program the AI. It's like, you right know, now it's that code and then light it on fire. It's so scary. That's something that I think I'm personally going to touch on more when we inevitably get to the um, open world genre or the RPG or Japanese turn-based RPG genres. But I, I also think I find this with action-adventure games because a lot of those other genres mix in with action-adventure games. Um, I, I do find myself overwhelmed, too. Not just by the map, like you said, but even by um, just the the configuration. Not, I mean, not just that, but like the UI, like the level up, the skill trees, the how do I do this, how do I do the combos. The, I mean, I, I do find... That, that factors into like wanting to like only pick it up for a little bit learn what you can and then put it down like yeah that's like, true i mean i i i often like going back to bloodborne i was just like hey i don't know how this magic works i don't know how this this gun stuff works i don't know how this stuff works i'm just ignoring it and then only until you've beaten the game twice do you go ah oh well that would have made a lot easier if i would have done this technique or you know or you play a game where it's like, oh, you can do critical attacks, and you don't ever. You're like, it's too confusing because you're overwhelming me. I'm not. I'm gonna ignore it because that's what I do. And then it turns out like, oh, the reason why I've fought this boss a hundred times and can't beat him is because I'm supposed to use critical attacks, and I just it it overwhelmed me too much and gave me too much all at once for me to really care about it or fully digest it or felt welcome enough to to try it. I mean. That that's my my strategy going into. It seems like mostly action adventure games when it's just too much information all at once. Is I just go I'm ignoring this, like I'm not going to press pause and look at the level up. Like I'll, I'll be like ten levels in and it's like you still haven't assigned any points. I'm like yeah I don't know how. Like hold on, let me figure out how to just move in the world first and then I'll look at my level up screen. You know. I. I kind of don't have that problem. Mm. I have the problem where, where, okay. Well, now we're talking about RPG elements, but I was level up my stats. My, I, I put too many stats in one spot too early, and then whenever I, it takes a lot of experience points and a lot of time and effort to level up. I don't have my points in the right spots. Mm. See, I always, I always don't touch anything for like ten levels, so I'm always like under leveled so hard. And it's so difficult for me. And then I go, well, maybe I'll put some. I mean, yeah, we're getting too much into the RPG. But I'm saying, like, that's an example. Like, if the map's too big or too daunting, I'll be like, I'm just going to stick in the starting area and slowly, like, progress out and then come back to the starting. And then progress out a little bit and then come back to the starting. It's like, you know, when you get a newborn, like, kitten or whatever, and it just stays under the bed for, like, three days and will occasionally come out for, like, an hour and then just run back under the bed. That's, like, me in these huge action adventure slash open world like games where they just give you too much all at once uh, whether it be the level up stats the the map or even just all the combos for a game like devil may cry or dark souls it's like i'm gonna stick with just hitting this button you know just the slash DMT button for, crazy yeah, i'm just gonna do the punch button for like four levels until like i figured out oh you can do punch kick kick punch kick while being targeted to that guy you know like and then to do a german suplex like it's you know it's too much to figure out all at once you know when you're just trying to figure out the game yeah 
got you. That's I got what you. I have. I went the, off on a tangent. All the action adventure, all the action adventure games that I think of actually have pretty uh, limited levels. They're kind of linear. Mm. Well, and I mean, like Breath of the Wild. Like I never cooked anything until like I almost beat the game, because it was just another aspect of that game that I'm like, hey, this is too much. Like chill. Like let me. I'll get to it. Yeah, and, I don't want to mess with that. Yeah, I mean. I think that I'm is Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, with the curry. Pokemon's an adventure game. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a turn-based RPG too. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, action adventure is so broad that yeah, I mean, it's an adventure. You got action, yeah. Um, but it's an action adventure. It's hybridized. It's always going to be hybridized. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I do think that's a very common that's symptom true. with action adventure games is. They just give you way too much, and that's partially what you were trying to say, Ziggy, about sequels that, sequels to action adventure games where it's just they give you so much. So, I mean, look at, I mean, look at like Grand Theft Auto Five, or Red Dead Redemption Two. It's like, or like The Witcher to a point. It's like, hey, I just want to do the story. Why are you constantly giving me side missions? Are you constantly giving me like run and gun looter shooter it's missions? It's surprising how fast they're able to release these sequels to some of these games. Yeah. Like, why are you giving me where I can play a card game now or do a race now? Like, I just want to focus on this, you know? You're crazy. You're crazy. I want all that. What I'm saying <laughs> is there's sequels and the sequels aren't good enough. Oh. They're not, they're not enough. Oh, oh they're, the same, they're essentially the same game with new bells and whistles. I mean, isn't that kind of every sequel though? That's my problem. Hmm. <laughs> well, but with an action adventure game, why can't I go on a new freaking adventure? No, it's the same thing, but with maybe a different. Oh, I'm kind of dumb. Mm. I didn't mention Genshin Impact. Now that is an action adventure that just recently got a new adventure, like a whole new island to go to, and keeps expanding. It's pretty good. Hmm. But it's got like the problem with that other game we were talking about last episode where you gotta sit through some anime dialogue a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. my favorite my favorite action adventure movie series is Indiana Jones and I will fight you if you say there's something better because there isn't well we're not a movie podcast so <laughs> shut your mouth um, <laughs> just shut your mouth um, yeah no I, I think I do like a lot of action adventure games of course I mean there's just so many it's they're really good, but they do have their issues. I think especially with modern games like, um, did you guys see that? Every time. Well, did Every you time Phoenix Immortal Rising or the new like Assassin's Creed games and like? Never really stay into the Assassin's Creed games. Like the the new big title action adventure games are just so. They're just so like copy and paste and just so surface level and they're just so so bad. Just so shallow. Something fresh, something new, but I don't yeah. know what to ask for, so I'm not really able to complain. Uh well, I mean yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go on to our new end segment. So we finished consoles from the cap last episode and if you guys have been watching for the past 31 episodes, you'll know every 10 episodes we do a new end segment. So, at first it was the Secret Fact. Secret Fact. 
and then episode 11 we started with the debate debacle yeah and then episode 21 we did the consoles from the cap so we are at episode 31 now so this is a new segment that we'll do for the next 10 episodes and it is called crazy daimyo's cage match so how this will work is it's going to be kind of similar to debate debacle but one of us will choose a genre and the other two will have to put up fighters that follow this genre and then all three of us will come to a consensus of who would win in a fight so i for an example fighters fighter yeah well just one just one but so let's say for an example i say um best or who's the best um sword fighter character in video games so creation could say sephiroth and ziggy could say link virgil virgil so then the three of us would go oh well who would win but mind you we don't have to stick with characters like we could just say what's the best like i could come and say best platformer game that came out in the late 90s and then Ziggy would have to come up with one, Creation would have to come up with one, and we would say, to the death, which one's better, right? So it's just a, a video game-based, whatever the one person wants to decide, the genre, the other two have to come up with one, and we have to duke it out to the death, you know, so. Let's do it. Okay, so I will go ahead and start us off. So I want to say the most annoying side character in video games most annoying so you guys go ahead and think tell me when you guys are ready because we'll go for annoying so you want to pick the most annoying one to win right so um you guys wouldn't be familiar but paimon i got mine Okay. Who is that? Yeah. Who is that? It's the sidekick of Genshin Impact. He's very shrill. <laughs> is, is it the little is it the little character that hangs around with you? Yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, I mean I played I played probably an hour or two of Genshin Impact, so I'm familiar with this character. And she gets a deering eventually, but like she's still she's, pretty she's like super kawaii, but I can definitely say how she could get annoying because she was always interrupting me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ziggy, do you have yours? Well, yeah, safe pick. It's a safe pick. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pick Navi. Navi from Zelda. That's Listen. Very similar characters these two are. Because yeah. they're both little side characters interrupting you all the time. Okay, so... Except mine's a Sundere. <laughs> okay. All I right. just want to point out... Uh, Kawaii Lolly is... and a Sundere. All right. Anyways. My, my, mine is inherently stronger. Okay. Well, we're going on. We're going on. Who's more annoying is the winner. So, well, a strong personality is annoying to some people. I think, I think the cuteness that I have seen from what's your character's name, Creation? Oh, Paimon. Paimon. I think the cuteness can overshadow the annoyingness because there's full voice acting in yep. in Genshin. So, saying her cute little stuff, doing her cute little dances. I think is a lot less annoying than just, hey, listen. Hey, lit, because that's all you no, hear from Navi. You understand? She's a tiny, tiny little naked lady. Oh, I know, but. It's so bright. It's so bright. 
it hurts your eyes and she flies around your face she's like yo are you are you paying attention to me like yeah no i i think she's more annoying my vote goes for navi as being the most annoying because of yeah, the, hey listen and she's limited crazy. voice lines. <laughs> yeah, the limited way. voice lines. Yeah, and just always. I mean, I really didn't experience Paimon interrupting me as much because I, I've played all of Ocarina of Time. I've only played a couple hours of Genshin, but even if she interrupts you a lot more, two dialogues. Yeah, I still think the constant just flying around you, never going away, dangling and bopping over everything you're looking at navi is the most annoying so creation I think, and, I, and i you agree i think the true the true ironic yeah. joke is that link in that game didn't have a fairy he was so sad that <laughs> so he got the worst one he's got one that was like all over so ziggy are you agreeing that navi's the more annoying character yeah okay okay well i think this was a pretty successful first ever crazy daimyo's cage match we found the the more annoying character so that was very fun you guys feel good about that new end segment yeah can't wait to do more cool well one of you guys will have to do the next one on the next episode so be thinking awesome well thank you all very much for listening to episode 31 of crazy daimyo's video game emporium podcast with the pals my name is lord daimyo creation that's creation awesome and uh thank you all very much for watching let us know in the comments what you think about action adventure games or who you think's the more annoying character paimon or navi but let us know and uh have a fantastic day have a good one please